What is up, my MS Jim Jimmy Jammer Jimmy Jammer Jimmy family? <laughs> How you guys doing? Man, it's been a while since Motivation Monday, hasn't it? Um, yeah, we had like Christmas on a Monday, and then New Year's was on a Monday, and then Misty and I did a couple uh, little jams together, and then uh, last week was was uh, Triumphant Tuesday. So we're back on Motivation Monday. We're bringing it back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but I just want to say hi to all you guys. I missed you. I'm glad it's Monday. Glad it's time to rock and roll. And um, so I wanted to continue today uh, talking about the uh, the seven the traveler's gift, the seven decisions that uh, that we can make to to have kind of a just a better quality life, to be a better you know kind of just tune into who you are, what you can do, uh, what you're what you're capable of, and how to take action to become what you want to become and do what you want to do and accomplish what you want to accomplish. Because here's the thing, you guys, you can't just, you can't just fumble through life (laughs) and you can't just kind of wing it by the seat of your pants. What's up every lady that's on here so far. (laughs) Um, yeah, I love this book too, Jody. Um, I am Misty and I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be fully transparent right now. Misty and I are notorious for kind of like flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> it's how we've lived our marriage. It's how we've run our businesses. Uh, some of it has turned out really well because we don't sit around and just wait for the perfect time. But some of it has uh, has led us to some decisions that didn't turn out so favorable. And that's okay. You know, we learn quickly though. We Misty and I are very, very quick learners. And when something does happen that's not favorable for us, we really take some time to reflect on it. Uh, to kind of process it, to uh, really kind of sort out what worked, what didn't, why do we make the decisions we made, what action did we take, should we have waited, what was the plan, should we have done another plan, all kinds of stuff, because we're just movers, like Misty and I move, we're movers and shakers, man, we just go, and, but with that said, there's also, um, especially in me, there's a part of me that uh, is is a very has a very self preservationist type. Uh, what's up, V? Uh, has a self preservationist survivalist uh, side to me, and a lot of times I am pretty over cautious and kind of overprotective, and I I kind of play all the negative scenarios of what could go wrong before just kind of taking action. So. I'm kind of both, and Misty, Misty, a lot of times is like, I don't know, let's just go and see what happens, um, and so she gives me the courage to to charge forward, but I think I give her the stability to uh, either think things through as we go, or to kind of regroup when something doesn't work, or to think about the next steps when something does work. So, here's the deal. In that book, uh, in The Traveler's Gift, the, the decision that they're talking about is the active decision. And basically, it's, it's I'm going to be a person of action. I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take action and move quickly, and, but change my mind slowly. So that when my mind gets made up that we are going to do something, we are going to do it. And that is really kind of misty's in my story is that like seven years ago we 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 basically got called and it was like you're gonna help a million people and you're gonna set them free with the power of exercise you're gonna use trevor's brain 
and and fire, and you're going to use Misty's compassion, empathy, and and leadership case capabilities to lead people out of the darkness and lead people into the in back into and into who they are. And that's been our vision our entire marriage. And so, like, we made up our mind seven years ago that we were going to get there. And we have not wavered from that. There's been some definite side. There's been some uh, some sidetracks that have happened. There's been some detours that have happened. There's been some oh crap, run the other direction things that happen. Hi Kim. Um, but all in all, you guys, like our decision that we made was that we were going to set people free using the power of the of, of movement and the power of mindset and the power of belief in the true potential of who you are and what you can do and what's inside of you and who you who you will be for a million people and we are this isn't like a 7 year plan this is like 30 years this is like the rest of our lives we are going to be doing this. And somebody asked me the other day, and they're like, well, are you? would you ever sell your company? Would you ever sell the MS gym and all this kind of stuff? And I was like, nah, man. Like, this isn't a business venture to us. This isn't a business venture. This is, this is our life. This is our lifestyle. This is our life mission. And <clears throat> in order for, for action to take place, I believe that chaos has to ensue. Just like the law of second the second law of thermodynamics is that everything kind of like gravitates toward disorder and then we try to put it back in order and then it gets taken out of order and then we try to put it back in order and then we and then it gets out of order again and it's called entropy. And so <laughs> Misty's in my marriage has really been like entropy and this entire journey to the MS gym and this entire journey of what's happened since we started the MS gym has really been, I mean, it's been pretty chaotic. Like it may seem like we have our crap together all the time <laughs> and that we're dialed and we have these videos and we're, we're, we have things planned out and all that, but Real honestly, you guys, like it, it's it's only the passion in our hearts and just the gifts that Misty and I have been given to really like just be able to speak and be able to have a passion that is so uh, we've we 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 become resolute and we become so decided on our decision to serve you all that we always can gravi- gravitate back towards the baseline of just serving you. And just being with you and just just giving you things that you need and giving you resources that you need and giving you programs that you need. We, we are drawn back to baseline by our passion and our love to serve you. And you guys, because of your comments and your participation and your, your involvement in the MS gym, have allowed us to stay the course the entire time. So it is because of a, of a decided heart in a decided mind that we are able to come back to baseline. And it's because of your guys' involvement that has allowed us to get back there time and time again. But here's the thing, based on what we've read in this book, is that a lot of times life feels like, as is in the book, like David Ponder gets taken to uh, the Civil War. And he's, he's talking to this general who literally is like, I don't like, they're running out of ammunition and they're running out of, people they're running out of soldiers and they're they're running out of resources and they're running out of strategy and they're literally running out of time 
And the Confederate army is advancing towards them pretty intensely. And uh, the general at one point has a decision to make. And he's like, do I run and retreat and give up this position? Because if that army would have turned and ran, then the Confederate army could have come around the backside and just taken the, taken the Union completely out. But uh, the general, Chamberlain, says, I'm a man of action. I've made up my mind. This is not, this is, I, you know, my, my, I've, uh, I've decided this quick and I will not change my mind quick. I will take quick action, but I will not change my, my thoughts quick and my, my purpose quick and my vision quick just based off the circumstances. And so what he does is he stands his ground. And he, he decides that he's going to take action. He decides that instead of retreating and going this direction, he's going to run head forward straight into that Confederate army that looks like they're more powerful, that looks like they're louder, that looks like they're more intense, that looks like they're bigger, that looks like they're, they're just a, an opponent that's going to slaughter them, and they, and they, uh, they win. And I don't mean to spoil the book, but, uh, you know, the lessons there is that sometimes your opponent is louder and they talk more and they're bigger and the evidence looks like uh, they're, they're you're not ever going to be able to take them out. And that's a lot what MS is like. It's big. It's scary. It's strong. It's formidable. It's sneaky. It's uh, it's unpredictable. It's intense. It's aggressive. It's a, uh, it's a force that tries to outwit you, out endure you, um, and it'll just stay the course. And so a lot of times MSers just get exhausted and they get weak and they get like physically weak. They get run down, they get fatigued, they get weary. Their spirit starts to waver. Their, so, their support system gives out. Their reinforcements run away. They run out of ammunition. They run out of food. They run out of water. They run out of all the, all the resources that they need. And sometimes, as an MSer, you just want to just retreat. No matter what the cost. You're just like, dude, I'm tired. I'm spent. I'm just done. But here's the cool part about MS, about the MS gym, is that you guys are fighters. And you guys lean on each other for resources. And you guys support each other with love and encouragement and motivation when things are rough, when times are bad, when people are scared and defeated and they're like, does this really work? Are you sure this is going to work for me? Are you sure Trevor knows what he's talking about? Are you sure this exercise really happens? Can I really reduce spasticity? Can I really get rid of foot drop? Can I really get out of this chair? Does HSCT really work? Does Ocrevus really work? Does this nutrition thing really work? Does exercise really happen? Is this really for me? Like I can go on and on and on with all of the things, all the trash that's in your head that's been fed to you. And it's just a false belief system. And it's head trash. And it, 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 you know, and it's not your fault. A lot of times it's not your fault, but it is your fault, right? So it's not your fault that all this stuff has been fed into your brain, but it is, it is your responsibility to do something about it if you're going to march forward. Because if you stay where you are and hope that things are going to change by doing nothing different, then that's the true definition of insanity. Is doing the same thing over and over and over never doing anything different 
hoping that results will change. Because if you're if you if you don't do something different that is going to move you toward the thing that you want, you just ain't going to get there. And so here's the thing, you guys, is that action does not always have to be perfect. It just has to be action. So I've heard this, and and Ken Allen, who we work with a lot, uh, just on strategy stuff and how to how to make this better, how to make the MS gym better for you guys, how to create better systems and better software and all this kind of stuff, has said this to me since we started working together: is that we got to take imperfect action. And I've heard that before, and and it goes against like it goes against my mind, but it also feeds my heart because Misty and I have taken imperfect action our entire marriage and our entire business career together, but. Yeah, I like that, Megan. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. I like that. But it also, it takes a lot for me sometimes to override my self-protection and override my getting my hopes up and override my, is this really going to work? Override my, I'm just tired. Override my, like, man, this is a lot of stuff override my, I'm overwhelmed, right? All these voices in our head that tell us to just kind of sit still and stay complacent and stay where we're at. Those are the voices that we have to fight against. And here's the thing, you guys, is that I want you to focus on taking imperfect action instead of waiting for perfect inaction. (laughs) Instead of waiting for perfection that often leads to imperfect, it often leads to perfect inaction, Because here's the thing that I've learned too, and here's another saying is that chaos, or that, yeah, is is that chaos attracts movement, right? Chaos attracts structure. Chaos attracts order. Chaos attracts forward progress. Because it has to. Like, if you shake things up and you just do something different, then if you, if you break everything apart, then just the way that we are as humans, we want to put it back together into a system. And so a lot of times with exercise, I'm shaking things up on you guys pretty hard. I'm I'm challenging your brain to do new things. I'm challenging your body to go places where it doesn't think it can go. I'm challenging your mind to actually override the belief that you can't improve, that you can't get off the floor, that you can't reduce spasticity, that you can't walk on walking sticks when you've been on a walker for for 10 years. We're trying to override, uh, you know, unfounded, unsupported beliefs that things can't change just because you have MS and just because people told you that things really can't improve. So that's the thing. Like Stephanie just said, adapt and adjust while moving. You have to stay nimble. You have to stay agile. You have to stay, stay ready and adaptable to, to move. Because the thing is, when you start pushing something down a hill, like you know it's going to go down the hill, but you really don't know what direction it's going to take. It's kind of like, you know, you just don't know what direction it's going to take. Or like if you're standing at the top of a ski slope, like we're in Colorado, and you stand on a ski slope that hasn't been, it's like the first run of the morning, and there's no tracks, you kind of just got to carve your own way. You know you're going to get down there one way or another, whether it's pretty or it's it's not. But you're going to have to carve your own path through uncharted territories if you want to actually discover what's on the other side. And so imperfect action is the name of the game here, you guys. 
is that your nervous system is being told that it's damaged. Your nervous system is being told that it's immovable. Your nervous system is being told that it's frozen and it's weak and it's dysfunctional and it doesn't work right and there's not communication happening. And I'm on the other side telling you and you're wanting to believe that we can take this chaos that is MS and turn it into a structured path and plan, but it goes against what you're feeling. It goes against what you're being fed. It goes against what you're thinking. But that's what causes growth. Like if you don't overload your system and you don't push it to the places it's never been, then you, 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 nothing will change. And so you have to put pressure on a system if you're going to change it. You have to you have to uh, like change. You have to you have to push things one way or push things the other way in order to change. Like I said last week, if, if we're traveling down this way, if MS, if our body is downsliding this way, it's still in motion. So it's not static. So if if it has the capability to slide down a hill, what's to say that we can't move it back up the hill? Because it's still in motion, we just have to create a better plan and more force and more precision to take something that's moving down a hill and drive it back up the hill. Because a body in motion will continue in motion until another force is applied to it that is greater than the force that it was moving at. So therefore, our MS strategy and your MS mindset and your MS body have to work smarter, harder, and more precise to, to create a force which is greater than and faster than and smarter than the downslide progression of MS. So if MS is a slow progression or even a medium progression... We have to work with faster counter-progression to move it up the other way. So like Kim just said, I'm on my upswing. It's true. We can create an upswing out of imperfect action by applying a force, no matter how precise or how pretty or how correct it is. If we just override that downswing, it creates an upswing and we start to gain traction and we start to gain momentum. So that's what I want you guys to think about is that as you're going through and you're learning new exercises or you're having a bad MS day or you're, you're being challenged in a new way by some of the stuff I'm giving you guys that you're like, holy heck a moly, I don't know how, the, how I'm going to be able to do this. You've got to trust the process of progression is that if you keep doing things more and more and more and more and more in different ways to move yourself forward, but MS only knows one direction down, you will outrun it, you will outendure it, and you will outforce it, you will outstrengthen it, you will overcome it. You may not eliminate it, and you're still always going to have to fight against that downswing, but if you're constantly moving in an upswing, then you're still winning, right? When we're traveling down the highway in our car, there's forces acting upon us that we still have to work against. We have friction. We have wind resistance. We have, uh, you know, the, the curve of the road. You still have gravity. You have, still have all this stuff. But we're still moving forward because our accelerator and our engine is overcoming those forces that are acting on our car to make it go forward. You are using the MS Gym exercises to overcome the forces on your body that are trying to pull it down and trying to, to take it out. So you've got to trust me. 
And you've got to trust yourself. And you've got to trust the process. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. You've got to trust the process. Is that if I introduce something to you guys, like getting off the floor, and you're like, are you freaking kidding, dude? Or like, you don't understand, dude? Or like, yeah, you're, you know, you can move, man. Uh, you guys, there was a point in my life that I couldn't move. There was a point in my life that I literally like almost blew out my knee getting off the floor. I threw out my shoulder lifting my like 10-year-old daughter. I got on a treadmill for three minutes and I threw out my back. I mean, there was a time in my life where like my body was literally falling apart every day. Every day. My eyes, my teeth, my hands, my neck, my gut, my feet, my toes, everything, my jaw, my ears. Like, I mean, my body was disintegrating in front of me. And I just had to take the action steps to just figure it out. Trial and error, man, to figure out how to get myself up off the ground and start building myself back up with the knowledge in my head and the things that I could access out there to build it back up. And I, and I, I have. But I'm still a work in progress. I'm still, I'm still trying to move ahead. I'm still trying to piece myself back together. I'm not there yet, and I never will be. There's still forces that are trying to take me out. Like, I literally sat in a chair this weekend with Misty for an hour and a half, like, answering questions for you guys. And I, I sat up to answer a question from Misty, and my back went out. And it's still out. I couldn't sleep last night because my joints are so jacked up in my spine right now. And I have to get up and try to move through that throughout the day. Ask Misty. It ain't pretty. I literally try to sit up and I'm like, oh my God. For no reason. For no reason. Because on that Thursday before, I did five sets of five with like well over 200 pounds squatting and I felt amazing. And I deadlifted like 275 pounds five times after I did all my MS gym exercises and everything. And I walked out of there. I was like, I, this is the best I felt in months. Two days later, my back goes out after I just sit up out of a chair. That's pretty defeating. And that sucks. But I'm a fighter. And I'm taking imperfect action to like put myself back together and walk myself back into a state where I can get into the weight room, not tomorrow, but the next day and hit it again. And I'm going to. And I'm going to keep getting back up and I'm going to keep taking imperfect action and I'm going to keep moving forward and I'm going to keep serving you guys and I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep looking for, for resources and ways to teach you guys that we're going to overcome this together. And that's what I'm all about. So I've had to let go of the self-preservation. I've had to let go of like the fear of man judging me. I've had to let go of my own judginess being like, do I really know what I'm talking about? I've had to let go of that fear of, uh, you know, is anyone going to listen to me? I've had to let go of that fear of people like, they're like, ah, this just isn't for me. Of not getting super upset and like hurt. Because I look at all the people that are gaining victory in the MS gym over and over and over. And you guys fire me up and be like, that's cool. They can come back at any time. So that's what we do, you guys. We take imperfect action. And there's a framework behind what we're doing with this imperfect action. But there's freedom in that framework, both to, to be successful and both to fail. Because without mistakes, there is no, there is no learning. So there's got to be freedom within that framework for success and for failure and to allow both of those to exist equally so that we can learn and we can achieve 
more and higher levels of performance. And that's what I'm all about. All right? So I could keep going on on this stuff. Like, this is really where I'm at in my life. I'm examining a lot of different things like this. But I love this chapter. I love this lesson. I love taking action and making it imperfect and being okay with that and not always having to plan everything out and calculate everything and be like, well, my right foot doesn't work, so there's no way I can get up. You know what? Figure it out. Figure out a way. Well, I don't know how to stand up out of my chair. I don't know. Figure it out. Use your coach. Use your resources. Use your community. Let us help you. So we can all move forward with imperfect action and as a cumulative effect, create a united front of progress. And that's the goal of the MS gym, a united front of progress. There's going to be some steps forward. There's going to be some steps back. But the cumulative effect is we will make forward progress and that's what we're all about. So I encourage you guys today to take imperfect action. I, I, I encourage you guys to abandon the theory of perfect action and get out of the risk zone of being perfectly inactive and just start going. Just start moving. Do what you can. Learn what you can. Fail at what you can. Succeed at what you can. And, and just keep going forward. All right? So I hope this message made sense to you guys. Just keep thinking, I'm going to take imperfect action. I am a person of action. I am a leader of myself. I am an example of overcoming to those who are around me, those in my MS gym, those in my family, those who are my friends. They will see me succeed. They will not see me fail. They will not see me sit down. They will not see me lay on the ground. They will see me do everything in my power to overcome my opponent who's coming at me, who's louder and bigger and supposedly stronger, but I will beat them with imperfect, consistent action that builds upon itself, grows and grows and grows, and will strategically take out that opponent that is coming towards me just by sheer will, sheer consistency, and sheer willpower. Because that is who we are in the MS gym. That is who we are as people. That is who we are as MS warriors. And that is who I am as your general. I will not quit. I will not sit down. And I don't care how many times I get kicked in the face by my own condition or the things that don't work. I will, I will pick myself back up, find another strategy, find another direction, regroup, recalibrate, find another solution, and deliver what I can to you guys no matter, no matter the cost. So I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here today. Go practice. Go believe. Go trust. And make it a point to be full of action every day. And I guarantee you in a month you will be further ahead than you will ever, ever even even realize that you can do. I love you guys. Have an awesome day. I'll talk to you later. Bye.